Good morning, it's VV United. It's a podcast being recorded by myself, Phil and Greg. Hello, this is the, uh, the very first podcast we're doing on the VV United Twitter account and our website, vvunited.co.uk. Uh, so you probably have to bear with us a little bit whilst we're getting used to uh, yeah, doing podcasts. This is the very first one. So, uh, yeah, football's Putting plenty back. of applause on for you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, football's back. Yeah, well, we've all been missing football all summer, and it, it, even though it's not quite what we want, at least we know it's back. So um, we're going to get started in in the main podcast in two seconds. Um, hopefully, if anybody... Uh, has any opinions about what we're talking about today if they want to leave us a message we can get back to maybe even have them on a future podcast but anyway for the moment enjoy podcast well well good afternoon everybody it's the 21st of june 2020 and we're going to record our first uh, vv united podcast so i've got myself phil and we've got Greg alongside me. Say hello, Greg. Hi, uh, yeah. Now this is uh, a bit weird to be doing a podcast for the very first time. Uh, most people, if you listen to this, you've probably seen us on Twitter randomly tweeting uh, Manchester United news or Arsenal memes about them getting beat again. <laughs> that was a great one, though, yesterday that you showed me, Greg, where the... Uh, was it the Arsenal fan club TV uh, or Ars- something? Arsenal fan TV, where you've got uh, Troops and DT going <laughs> absolutely nuts. Uh, yeah, you can't beat that. But, the best part about that was a guy in the back with the headphones on. I don't know if anybody has seen it, but if they go onto uh, the VV United um, Twitter account, is it? Is it uh, yeah, I think a, it's on there. There's a link on there, and it takes you to uh, this um, Arsenal fan TV. And there's about four or five guys talking, and they're already completely peed off because um, they're saying that um, Arsenal have lost four points already this season to Bournemouth, <laughs> and, and then seconds to the right, end, there's right. a guy, the guy at the back with the the headphones on, and he suddenly realises that uh, Bournemouth have, have won in the last seconds, and it's absolutely unbelievable. You've got to see it; it's absolutely fantastic, and it's yeah. it's just it's just so funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, you're gonna have to get used to those random sound clips on here. Yeah, but. The one that I want to really play, um, let's see if I can find it while you're just chundering away, Greg. Um, he's he's going to be mocking all these different football clubs with this for weeks to come. To be fair, it's a pretty good kit. But oh, the, uh, I've got my uh, I've got my Bruno um, my Bruno jingle sorted out. Every time I'm going to w- uh, use the word Bruno, I've got to start putting it on. Go on then. What's this? Oh, it's not that wrong one. Hang on. Get, get the Bruno one. It's on a different page. Here we will soon get used to yeah, the kit cool. a bit. This is the Bruno one. What's this one? <laughs> <laughs> so what, when he scores a goal? Yeah, when he does something good. He's just, You'll be playing that all the time, that means he's a fantastic <laughs> player. The, uh, so how, how have you found lockdown at the moment? Because it's been weird that football hasn't been on for, what was it, three months? And then uh, it just seems to come out of nowhere, everyone was back on last week. And uh, how, how's it been for you? Yeah, um... I don't know. It's a bit weird yet. Um, really missed it um, the first few weeks, and then I got it into my head that the season had finished, and I think the season should have finished. And that's no disrespect to the Scousers, um, <laughs> although it is no. But I, I just think there should have been no promotions or relegations throughout any of the leagues. I think you should just cancel the whole thing because now you've got this ridiculous scenario where you know you're playing what appear to be like friendly games. Um, there's no real atmosphere. There's no fans there. 
And I think just the easiest and most sensible thing to have done would just have been to um, cancel the whole season. Well, I'm, I'm sure there was, uh, is it the Belgian league and the Dutch league? They they voided their seasons, didn't they? And they just said that there was no winners, there was no losers. Well, it's just be... all money here. That's what it's all, all about every time. you know. The And I understand that the um, Premier League have uh, got some huge, great big contracts with... Uh, Sky TV and the, the radio stations and everybody else, and they've got to get the money in because a lot of the players are on big contracts. But I just still think, you know, they should have done what everyone else is doing. I mean, you're not back at work yet, Greg. Um, oh. I'm, I'm part time. Most of our family <clears throat> members are, are all furloughed. So why should we be in that position? And we're not going around diving on top of each other, on, uh, you know, and falling on top of each other on the grass and, and yeah. gobbing on the grass where someone can fall yeah. on it. Oh, you know it what is, I mean? It, no, it, it, it is a little bit weird. But, I mean, I, I must admit, I was really looking forward to the football when it did come back on after having three months of pretty much being nothing but staying at home and looking at the wall or playing Call of Duty on the Xbox. But um, it was weird after about 10 or 15 minutes into the game, it just didn't feel right. It felt like a friendly. Uh, it's good to see the lads back out again. It just did, you, did you listen to it with the um, crowd in the background, or did you do what we I, did and turn it off? Well, uh, my wife was watching Coronation Street at the time, so I had one headphones in in the laptop, watching it whilst uh, yeah. So I actually had the sound on, but uh, no, it was it, it was good to watch the football again. It was just I don't know. It probably I think the first half was pretty poor. If I'm honest, the first half was a bit you know it took a while for us to get into the game, and then. It, it was almost like a, a stereotypical Jose performance that I thought for Spurs. Well, I thought they, I thought Spurs were awful almost the whole of the game, and they got one little break, our usual lack of concentration, and direct boot from the back. Um, we'll get into De Gea in a minute, um, <laughs> but uh, I thought they were poor uh, Tottenham. Um, I just got the usual feeling. It's an annoying thing where. You're waiting for our star players to come back. Why put Pogba on the bench? I don't know. We'll discuss mm-hmm. that in a second. But Rashford, he's still frustrating me. As wonderful player he is, the number of times he gave the ball away. Mm. I don't know what... It, it was a tough one. I mean, I thought I thought he set up the right team to start with. I think the only thing I would have done differently, maybe, would have had Daniel James uh, on the bench and would have had Greenwood on from the start. Yeah, I would have... Like Daniel James, he seems to get a lot of stick online. Everyone gives him a lot of stick because they think, you know, is he United quality? Is he not? But he has that, you know, that quick bit of pace, uh, that directness about him. Where I think the certain games where you know there's 20 minutes to go, 30 minutes to go, uh, like for example that game, you could tell that fitness was going to come into it quite a lot. Because well, maybe no he brought him on at the beginning to try and uh, you know wear them out. I mean, one of the, yeah, the, the old Fergie things was, uh, you know, he always had to have that water carrier, didn't he? You know, you can't just have a team of 11 fantastically skillful players. It very rarely yeah. works. You've got to have one or two to do the business, and he, well, he does get up and down that wing. I actually heard that the other day. It was on a different podcast, the United one. I forgot who it was, uh, but they were talking about how Real Madrid, you know, when they had the Glatzkos with mm. Beckham, Vigo, Zidane, uh, Raul, all those players, uh, and they only actually ever won two trophies the entire time yeah. when they had all them, and they were trying to play every single week. Uh, you know, they had Michael Owen as well, a Ballon d'Or winner at the time. I know we all laugh at him <laughs> occasionally now, but... At that time, on paper, that should have been like the ultimate FIFA team, possibly around. But um, no, I, I, I thought it was a weird one when we played the other day. I thought, um, I thought you set up right with the right, the right team. Other than, like I said, Daniel James would have changed differently. But uh, I don't think uh, he reacted quick enough, though. I mean, the, the, and 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 I'm very unhappy about the 
15 minute um, drink breaks. Oh, those water breaks are a nightmare. I mean, you can understand it if it's 30 degrees. What's it all about? Are we going to have that? It becomes more Americanized. Are they going to have hula hula girls coming well, as well? I, sort of? <laughs> well, I, I thought it was weird that uh, both times we had the, the water break, the exact times where we were like on the front foot, it looked like we were actually making the you know the right yeah. attacks and we were on top of Spurs. And then all of a sudden it was a five minute water break and then. You know, again, that plays into Jose's thing. I mean, I'd be pretty upset if I was a Spurs fan. I was having serious flashbacks when I was watching that game, thinking that's how we used to play. Oh, that, that, that whole thing is how we used to play. But he did his normal scabby thing where he got one lucky thing, and he's always been a lucky manager. He got that one lucky moment and bad goalkeeping and everything else, and all of a sudden, one nil in front. And I mean, Harry Kane, what was he like? Um, was I, he even played? No, it's it, it was a few players because I also thought. You know, Harry Kane didn't really do much, but on the flip side for United, I didn't, I can't even remember that first half if Martial had been touched oh, in that first, oh, in that first half. You, you um, know, well, you know, Greg, I've been on to you about Martial for the last two or three seasons. I just think his attitude is, stinks at times. He's so cocky. It's, it's weird because I know I'm kind of like the opposite, <laughs> but I, I quite like Martial as a player. I just... He's in the wrong position. He's not yeah, centre forward. He's, not, he's probably we, better we, where Rashford plays, really off the left. Yeah. And we had a, a Garlo at the end of the season doing so well. Um, scoring those goals, and they were they were goal poachers goals. And it, when when Igalo came on ridiculously late in the game, I think he only had the ball at his feet once, and then that one mm. moment he put somebody through, and we should score mm. from it. Um, I can't remember who he, who he, um, he was in the middle, and he moved it out to the right hand side, and, and uh, oh, it was to Greenwood, I think, and he had Greenwood. a shot. Yeah. Oh, the Greenwood had that shot at the end, yeah. didn't he? Oh, but yeah. that was made by Igalo, and that yeah. wouldn't have been made by Martial. And uh, uh, if I was the centre half and I was playing, and I was a big lad, and I was against Martial, I would absolutely love it. You can bully him off the ball so yeah. easy. He well, I think Martial's better when he he has the ball given to his feet and he can run at people. When he's waiting for the ball at his feet, I don't think he. That's it. Well, I don't. I don't. On the left, that's where he seems to do it every time. He, he seems to come off there. I think you know. For me, I'd have started with Agallo in the middle, and I've had Rashford and Martial on there. Um, you know, I just think you've got to play your strengths. I thought that um, he reacted very slowly, and even in the second half, I mean, why, why keep him on for the second half? He was doing yeah. dreadful in the first half. He must have had about three touches. Yeah, so poor. The uh, whilst we're just on the poor side of things, <laughs> before we get onto the good stuff, uh, I know you want to talk about De Gea. See, I, I'm still of the opinion that I still think De Gea is fantastic, but he's arguably not had the best year or two in the United kit. But at the same time, again, he's been getting a lot of stick online and people have been abusing him. But it was the first game back in three months, and it was a powerful shot. I don't think I don't think it was like that that much of a mistake. But I think my problem has been with him for the last two or three seasons. You know that, Greg, because I've I've been. Wanting him to go out of the club. I mean, on on the first thing that upset me was the annual "I'm going to Real Madrid" routine that we've had to cope with. <laughs> usually, just after machine. Christmas. Well, yeah. you know, he starts doing well, and then we have that. Yeah, we have the fax machine thing come in, and his form goes off, and he puts that petulant face on, and it really annoys me. And he starts making the bloopers, and when we've had, um, you know, our substitute goalkeeper in, uh, Romero. Yeah. yeah, you like Romero, don't you? I like Romero because he's a big. He's a big lump, isn't he? I mean, if you're, if you're <laughs> big a big lump, well, if you're a centre forward and you're charging forward through the middle and you've got a 50 50 ball, you're going to love De Gea coming. You're just going to flatten him. Yeah, no, I know. But you'd that. look twice if Romero was there. And I want my, yeah. I want my, our keeper to um, dominate the box. I mean, you think of the, you know, Schmeichel, 
Yeah. Any ball that came over from a corner. Yeah, Van der Sar, et cetera, <laughs> corner. Or um, they come over for, a, 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 you know, free kicks. How many free kicks when he flaps about? And it annoys me. And yeah. now he's, he's, he's becoming uh, found out from distance. I mean, to me, I've always thought of him as a five-a-side keeper. You know, mm. if you were if you're in that box, you'll stick an arm out, a knee out, a leg out, or something's hard to beat. But thirty yards out, I don't know. I think he's suspect. Yeah, I mean they've got that. Uh, we we're going to talk about it later on anyway with the Sheffield United goalkeeper Dean Henderson, who's on loan at the moment. Uh, he he seems to have had a really good season for them. I'm sure he got their player of the season last year, and it's uh, I could be wrong saying it now, but I, from what well, I gather online, he's going to be their player of the season again. Well, why don't you know? Why don't we get him back for the start of the season? Put him in as number two if they're not going to play Romero, and uh, maybe start him, give him the first few games, and see how he is. You only know how good these players are if you give them games. Pro- pro- problem we have is we seem to ha- we seem to hold hold on to these players on these massive contracts as we're almost ushering them out of the club. Like again, I don't want De Gea to leave, but if you have De Gea on the bench, you know, according to like the reports and stuff, he's on nearly two to three hundred thousand pounds a week, and you've got Sanchez. On two to three hundred thousand pounds a week, all of a sudden you're talking that you've nearly got two million a month on the clubs of players who don't really play. But uh, yeah, uh, I thought I, I'd, I'd still I'd still give De Gea another season. I think he saved saved us far too many times over the past few years where we could have easily crumbled and been a mid table mm. club. And I when, suppose uh, the, the other part of that equation really was how bad Maguire was on that on that one moment. See, um, that's that's another one. When I when I looked at it, I was more. I was more like angry at the time at Luke Shaw at the time, looking like he right. was out of position. Yeah. I actually yeah. didn't even realise what Maguire had done until I went back and watched the video. Mm-hmm. I actually missed all of that stuff. But uh, other than obviously the bad stuff, what would you say was good? Did you actually? Was there anything else in the game you actually <laughs> thought was good? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's quite a few things. Obviously, you know, I like I like Bruno. Oh, there's your music. There's the guy. <laughs> He's fantastic, isn't he? He's he's fantastic. I can remember. I know this is you know we signed him two or three months ago now. But when I was telling you about all the rumours that he was coming and stuff, at first you were interested. But probably like most all Manchester United fans, by the end of month three, where this was dragging on and on and on, it's almost like you just you can't get excited over a player anymore or like a transfer just because it's dragged on and on and on with these transfer rumours. But he seems to have come in and hit the ground running, and uh, I think I think he's fantastic. Well, I, I thought he's really good. It gives us that one thing we've been missing, that that's somebody that can see a ball that, you know, 95% of the other players in the pitch can't see. If you're defending and you know that someone's going to chip the ball up to someone's chest or, or head height and you're a big, solid defender, you'll you'll get behind him and you'll get your other defender alongside you just to um, keep back a few yards. And you can deal with it all day long. But if you've got a guy that can look and look one way and maybe flick it with his foot uh, on the ground uh, down the channel so that a forward can r- uh, run r- into. We've never had that for years and years and years. Um, yeah. I, 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 lo- I love the fact that he shoots all the time. It used yeah. to frustrate me so much when, uh, especially under Louis van Gaal and sometimes Mourinho, where we get the ball just outside the you know, outside the box. And we're always trying to look for these little passes through, but we never really had the players who could do that. And at the same time, we never really had the players who could shoot from outside the box as well. But with Bruno, he does these quick snapshots like he did uh, against Everton. There we go. There's the music. He did mention the, his uh, name, Greg. What did you want to do? I think the last, when he scored against Everton, he scored that, uh, it was like a quick ball. I think it was Fred played him in and he shot almost like a really quick one. And uh, the keeper drops in his net. Mm. And it's just because they don't expect him to shoot all the time. And the other day, he had two or three shots from outside the area. Yeah, they didn't look like they were going in, but it looked, it, it's something different because if people, are, when he has the ball, if people are thinking, oh, no, he's going to shoot straight away, 
sometimes you get the defenders, you know, guessing different directions, and they might be able to put a pass through instead. So I quite liked him. And uh, well, I think the other the other big um, great thing we've got in a way now is the strength of our midfield because I thought um, McTominay had a fantastic game. And you know, I've said for the last eighteen months, yeah, he's your favourite player. Well, I think he's he's our new Gerard. Um, <coughs> you know, he, he's he's six foot four. Um, he's not put the weight on yet, which will probably come. Uh, although he's put all the muscle on, um, he can kick with both feet. He can score. I love the way he gets stuck in. Um, he, he fights for everything. He, he absolutely gives a hundred percent for the club each time he comes out. So, I, I, you know. I'd have him in to start with. He's like a real leader, isn't he? Yeah. So he gets it. He actually just gets the club, which is, you know, not a lot of players, especially in this day and age. A lot of them, you know, not not saying all United players come for money, but most players for most clubs now they join for the money and that's exactly. the package they get. But, but for Fred's him, got better as well, hasn't he? Hey, I thought. I well, it's weird that first season we got him under Mourinho. I just didn't get. I, I didn't get why we signed him, and then Mourinho just wouldn't play him. It just seemed weird. Like oh, surely, that's just his petulance, yeah. Mourinho, because he wasn't bought by him, he wouldn't play him. He's done it at Chelsea. Yeah. Anyway, really. he's, 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 it's weird though how at the beginning of the season when Pogba injured himself, I think it was like the third game, in, he injured himself, mm. and then all of a sudden it was you know uh, Mata, Pereira, Lingard, and uh, Matic in our midfield with Scott McTominay, mm. and we had a lot of players who could you know look after the ball, make defensive tackles, but no one who had that creativity. And now, fast forward three months later, with Fernandez and Pogba back, the, uh, there you go, with Fernandez and Pogba back, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden we actually look like midfield's one of our best bit, best parts of the club. Well, again, you, you just mentioned that Matic, um, we forgot Matic as well. well. He played well when he came on Matic. You know, we've thought. got Garner coming through, so all of a sudden we're probably... Um, and, and Pereira, who... <sighs> You know, he's, he's, he'll do a job. If, he's if another one annoys me, Pereira, because yeah. I think every single preseason he's always been our best player. Yeah. Preseason Pereira, and every single year the managers just don't give him a game. And maybe, I maybe feel he should like play he's now been, then because it's like a preseason. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I remember uh, again on Mourinho's last year. Uh, Pereira, he started the first game against Leicester, and I remember Mourinho was praising him like mad, saying he was phenomenal and he was, you know, the best player on the pitch. And then the week after we played, I could be wrong, I'm sure it was Southampton. And that he, t- he took him off at half time when arguably he wasn't even that bad, really, compared to all the other clubs and stuff. Um, he wasn't even that bad, and yet he dragged him off and didn't play him again for two or three months. And then just confidence just completely goes. And it's just, uh, it's just so a weird it, one. We're pretty happy with the midfield. We're nearly getting there with the defence, um, particularly, I think, with uh, Williams. Um, He's a great player, Williams. Yeah, I like I, w- I would have had him probably. I would. Probably start. I think he'll probably start the next game. I thought it was Williams. a bit bizarre, by the way, when he brought Bailey on with about three minutes to go when Matt Tomney was, yeah. you know, that really. Yeah, I must admit, I I really like Bailey as a football player, but I don't think he's the type of player you bring on with three minutes to go because he he just looked like he looked he looked a bit nervous coming on. <laughs> he looked time, like he was every, expecting like a deflection <laughs> to go in off him or something. I, I love the way he gives everything for the club. But every time I see him, I see that picture of um, Homer Simpson uh, where there's an X-ray of his brain. There's that little <laughs> split P with the stem coming uh, off it. It just makes me think. He's, uh, I, I, it's weird. I remember Bailey's first season. He was absolutely fantastic, and then mm. he had a. He had an injury season the, the year after, and then the final year under Jose, he just seems so to be doing everything wrong. We've gone from the goalie. We're pretty okay with defence. We've got nice selection of midfield players that we just need to try and find our best combination for certain games. Strike force. 
Greenwood, yes. Brilliant coming I think, through. I think he's fantastic. I think he's unbelievable. Yeah. Rashford, frustrating, but great. Um, Igalo, we've got until Christmas. I'd play him a lot. Martial, in and out a bit. Uh, a form I'm talking about and, and reliability. Because you know, the only thing with Martial, I'd say, is that for 90% of the game, he's anonymous. But he has those two little bits and they, they can yeah. be world class. And if, if he scores from them and does something, then it's worthwhile. But do you want someone that for 90% of the game is doing nothing? So who are we looking at? Who have we got here? You know, well, there's according to the uh, excuse me, <coughs> the Corona cough there. Uh, <laughs> according to most of the reports, it seems that Sancho looks like he's the uh, the guy who's supposed to be coming to United. And judging by most of the, uh, the stuff on Twitter, apparently he's trolling a lot of the fan base. Anyway, he tends to like, well, like tweets and. You yeah, know, I'm just I was just reading that this morning where it says that the Borussia Dortmund director of football. Michael Zork, whoever he is, so he's he's the director of football from Borussia uh, yeah. uh, Dortmund, sorry, yeah, and he's admitted Dortmund are in inverted commas concerned about the future of Jaden Sancho and that his head is already with United. But I mean, I think a lot of this is just them playing the game just to get the money through. Yeah. I it, a deal like this, which will probably go anywhere between eighteen hundred million, is probably already done, and they're probably just you know. They do all the headlines and they get the yeah. clicks. And they're the fighting, they're maybe fighting over the next over five or ten million or something. Probably. I just don't want the old Woodward thing where we spend the whole of the summer like we <clears> did with Moyes and a few other managers and, and then right at the last minute, you know, someone comes in by Munich or something and say they've signed him or Man City. Oh, well, that, not then, but, you well know. that was, uh, it was the lad who went to Chelsea a few years ago. We were linked with the winger, what was he called? Uh, Pedro. You remember oh, all summer God, we were linked with yeah. Pedro and that Gillian Balagay uh, from Sky Sports who I never really knew. I always thought he was like one of the main people who come to transfer news. But again, if you go on Twitter, everyone hates him. <laughs> everyone thinks he's just you know full of rubbish. But uh, he was saying for weeks and weeks that Pedro signed his, his agreement. He's coming to United. He's Van Gaal's number one man. And I remember just loading up Twitter in the morning saying that Chelsea have signed Pedro. So, great. Uh, we're, we're every single year, whether it's Gareth Bale <laughs> or... Whoever the superstar is, we've had it for year after year after year after year, and every year, seemingly those players that are mentioned at the beginning go. What, what I do like, and what I hope we do, is sign someone early. I mean, last year, at least we got Maguire in fair, fairly quickly, didn't we? Yeah, and we got Daniel James first, didn't we? Yeah. Daniel James, Maguire, and uh, Wan Bissaka. Um, yeah. I still think last summer was a fantastic. It was really good signings. We done it was a fantastic yeah. summer. If you would have just got, would have got Bruno six months earlier, there you go. If you would have got him six months earlier, uh, <laughs> I don't think we'd be in the position where we are now, where we're trying to catch up to the top four. I think if we would have got him earlier, mm. we would have been probably comfortably in that top four position. And you know, even though you don't want to give the money away, and you don't want the club to be stupid. <laughs> um, when you're going to get them anyway, it's like the Wan Bissaka thing went on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and in the end they paid the money, and then they had Maguire on and on and on and on and on. Eventually paid the money. He did it with Daniel James, didn't they? Originally offered something like five million or something, and you know Bruno. Yeah. It. The. You know. Oh, sorry. It went. It went on. It went on for ages. Well, it went on all last summer, and then this January, and then he just ended up coming, which was good. I mean. At least we're getting through, but again, it's these transfers which suck the fun out of players coming to United. I always remember when I was younger, one of my favourite transfers was when we signed Diego Forlan out of nowhere. Yeah. Where was, we weren't linked with anyone, and then uh, there was that story that Fergie met him at the airport. He was, was, was he going to sign for Middlesbrough? I 
think it was. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Fergie met him at the airport, put him in there, put him in his car, and next thing you know, <laughs> you know, he'd signed for us. And yeah, it didn't work out. He didn't end up becoming a uh, you know a United legend for how many goals he scored. He did for those two goals became, against yeah, Liverpool. I was going to say, was say he, he didn't get he didn't get the legend status for being here for ten years and scoring all the goals. But it was when he scored those two at Anfield what made him. Uh, like a, well, I think you were you're the only young lad in, in our area <coughs> that actually had a shirt with his name printed on the back. To be fair to you, Greg, yeah, he was. He, was, he, was it, he had that 22 game spell where he didn't <laughs> score, and he was coming that running joke. There's that there's that video, isn't there, where he uh, is it Clive Tilsley where he was he was going he was like the worst joke in football, and yeah. like no one wanted him to miss that penalty when it eventually <laughs> he scored it. But, well, uh, I used to have this when I was a young lad. When the guy called Gary Bertle, some of the older ones remember him and. Uh, he came to us, I think it was Nottingham Forest he came from, and he was like the player everybody wanted. And he went a full season, I don't think he scored a goal. And, and it was, <laughs> honestly, it was so, he was doing everything. He was hitting the, the woodwork, the, the goalkeepers were, were man of the match against him, he did everything. And eventually they, they, they let him out of the club. And a few years later, I went down to my dad's, he lives over at Manchester, just near Bury, and they used to go weekly to watch uh, the football at Gig Lane. And they drew... Um, I can't think what team he went. Who was with then? He, he might have even gone back to Forest or something. But Berry played them, and they won four nil. They scored all four goals. And they were absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. It was just like sometimes it doesn't work out for a player, does it? No. So back on with the hmm. uh, uh, the game from. Well, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll finish with the game stuff, and we're going to another transfer with. Uh, okay, we've got at the end. But in relation to the game and stuff, who was your man of the match? If you had to pick one, for United. Oh dear, I'm man of the match. Uh, well, I'm afraid it's it's gonna have to be <laughs> have to be. Bruce. Who knows? <laughs> I can imagine this noise is gonna annoy everyone <laughs> five years down the line if he's, if he's still with us, Bruno. Listen, Bruno? if he's if he's yeah if, if oh sorry if, yeah if he's if he's if he's still here and he's still scoring goals and we're still talking about him, I think people will be quite happy with that sound. <laughs> the, uh, I think for me, I think Bruno definitely is up there. Uh, I think uh, I thought McTominay played really well. Yeah, uh, and I think I think Wan Bissaka did he did very well defensively, but uh, he just needs to work a little bit more just on that uh, going forward. What do you think of Sooners having a go? Tell him wasted money spending fifty million yeah, on him. Sooners is better left not said anything about him. You know, he, he he moans about everything with United. You know, there's that meme, isn't there, where goes around about him moaning about Pogba. And stuff. Well, just, In fact, what do you think of Pogba the other day? What do you think of him? Um, I thought he did really well when he came on, and what what I do think he's good at is he's great at um, doing those really long balls. Um, whereas Bruno is very good at doing the um, the little bits, uh, the in, inside balls and the trick balls. Uh, Pogba, you know, there was one or two sort of crossfield balls at Beckham line. Yeah, they were right over fantastic. The top, it? It's so frustrating, Pogba, because he's you can tell on his day he's the best player in the club by a mile, even better than your man over there. But he's mm. Is if if he wants to stay at the club and plays like he did the other day every single game, and you know with that type of attitude that you know like he wants to be here, then you know great, we've got a fantastic player. Where's he going to go? No, I think that's the, the difference this season, which is great. Is apparently um, Real Madrid uh, are having troubles because La Liga is in great financial trouble. Um, I think they were after a Dutch player, and then maybe not getting him as well. So oh, Van der Beek, yeah. So I don't think they've got the money unless they'd put all the money to try and get the Pogba. Well, how much there. would he go for, Paul Pogba? Because before coronavirus, uh, well, he's not going to go fit, less than a hundred million, is yeah, he? A fully fit Paul Pogba would be a hundred million pound player, and and uh, and more. Yeah, he, if, if, if we, Sancho's, to, if you're talking Sancho, hundred million, then Paul Pogba's got to be hundred and thirty-five million. Yeah, and That's think before. about it. Think about it as well. If we were to sell him, it's going to cost us. 
just as much to replace. I mean, the, the one that they keep linking us with is Jack Grealish, isn't it? Is But if Pogba stays, how can you sign Grealish? I don't know where he'd play. I mean, it'd be great to have more squad depth, but if you then have McTominay and Fred, who arguably mm. were our best midfielders this season, you know, most consistent ones, you've got McTominay and Fred, you've got... Uh, Fernandez and uh, Pogba and the uh, you've also got Pereira you've got Matic you got Garner we've got yeah and There's Gomez as well go, I hope we yeah, keep, yeah, hope Gomez, keep Gomez as well I don't think we need Grealish even though he's, he's a tasty player if we keep Pogba we don't we, we yeah. don't need him if Pogba goes and yeah. he probably needs replacing but uh, I'd say yeah so I'd say my, my man of the match though going back to that uh, <laughs> as you can tell it's our first podcast we're going back and forth but I'd say my <laughs> man of the match probably Probably would be Fernandez, I'd say. Probably him. Did you say Bruno? <laughs> yeah. The uh, yeah, I'd say him. Who was your? Who was the most frustrating player for you then today for Manchester United? Martial. Martial. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I felt. I don't did you know. do anything? He did. Can you remember anything First, he did? Well, the second half, he did have. He had two opportunities, didn't he? He had the yeah. one where he, he did a snapshot of his left foot, and the goalkeeper just said it was a fantastic save, really. Uh, and the other one was when uh, Pogba and Fernandez linked up, and then they he had that one which uh, I think it was Larice just stopped. So we had two moments, didn't really mm. convert from them. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I'd probably say Martial was probably my you know, most frustrating. And what about Tottenham then? Just last bit on them and and Kane. Oh, they looked dull, didn't they? They looked really. If really you were a Tottenham dull. fan now, you you'd be feeling exactly the same we did. 18 months ago he just, at the Mourinho. He, he saps the fun out of stuff. Mm. Like, at least with Solskjaer, you could say that, you know, even at the end of the game, you know, we had Fernandez, Pogba, Martial, Rashford, you know, we had all the attackers on the pitch. I mean, to be fair, they've probably got a few injuries, they're missing a few players and they need a few more coming in. But we but... attack players as well, don't we? The, the one great thing about Tottenham over the last few years, if you're a supporter, it, all this thing was, oh, they've not won anything else. Hang on, they've not won anything playing against two of the best teams in the Premier League for the last few mm. years in, in, in City and after, Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool, unfortunately. No, but you know, to, to fair yeah. to, to Liverpool, they've last season and the season before, really, uh, I mean, they've been fantastic because how many, how many uh, games they've lost? Maybe one, two games or something in two seasons. Pains me and, saying that. Yeah, but it's true. So they whopped it. So how could. You know, Tottenham would have to be un- unbelievable to have beaten them. Yeah. And they also had to, to, to do City. So to get to the uh, Champions League final, and I think they were completely done oh, over there were, anyway. They because, were robbed on that, that, well, that first penalty, two minutes in the game. It was just dreadful. So, ruins the game. Yeah, so anything could have happened there. They could have won it. But even taking away the fact they've not won anything, if you were a Tottenham fan, you'd be so happy that your team's playing great football, that you're playing each week, and you're playing attacking stuff, and you've got a decent manager, everyone behind it, and you go into a new stadium... And then the chairman sacks him and brings in old sourpuss. It's, it's weird. Uh, Tottenham, for most people, tend to be their neutral club they support. Most mm. people, like Bruce Dortmund, like Tottenham, mm. like uh, Atletico Madrid in Spain, yeah. everyone has yeah. that little third club, who have a little soft spot. But for Spurs now, you know, you, you look at Mourinho, he just... The way they played the other day was it was so dull. He just it, it reminded me of what it was like when he was here. And he's you know, winding up the players again as well, isn't he? Yeah, That's what he's doing. He's, he thinks he's being clever. He thinks it's he's getting a performance out of them. And what the, what was Harry Kane doing on the pitch? It was like the cup final again. He's he was absolutely dreadful. Yeah. He's Lucas lost. Moore in, was he injured, Lucas Moura? I don't know. He, he just you, you wouldn't know with Mourinho. He's he, he's so petulant that he, well, he, he, he's, I, he well. How many times did he put Pogba, our best player, uh, on the bench? Yeah. Even against Liverpool, put him on the bench thinking yeah. he'd be clever. Yeah, he, he, well, he lost his job the week after, didn't he? Yeah. I think he probably knew at that but point. I think he did it on purpose. It was just, yeah. But anyway, we don't want to get over it. 
So we're on next week. We're playing. Well, say next week. I think it's is it Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday we're playing, playing Sheffield United at home. Although it, again, it's kind of like another. Well, that's the annoying thing because home. if if you look at our remaining fixtures now, all of them uh, teams you'd say are in the the bottom, and we should really be able to beat them all. And Sheffield United at home would ordinarily you'd be looking forward to. The only things like you said. Because we haven't got seventy five thousand people there, all we've got is um, you know six ball boys and 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 uh, you know a bench full of substitutes. Um, you know that it must be surreal for the players, and some of these lesser clubs are going to. Um, well, we're going to lose our advantage of playing at home against them. It's going to be the same it's for gonna, them, but it's going to feel like a friendly game, isn't it? Again, the only good thing is we can say about this is. If their you know their best player, our goalkeeper Dean Henderson, isn't going to be playing, uh, you know maybe that'll you know go into a, you know maybe it'll help us a bit more. I don't know what their their reserve goalkeepers like, but so you know. Well, let me just run off these. See if I can find these remaining fixtures now. So we've got we've got Sheffield at home. That's on Wednesday. The following Saturday we're away at Norwich. So I mean they're at the bottom anyway. That's, that's the FA Cup. That one. Oh, sorry, it's FA, FA Cup. Cup yeah. yeah, but the next game Brighton away. So last year would have been tough, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't be tough against them now. We've got <laughs> well, they did just have a great victory against Arsenal. Oh no, they? no, that was Bournemouth, wasn't it? No, it was Brighton. Oh right, gosh, it was Brighton. Um, anyway, but, but, uh, we've got Bournemouth, it's the, Bournemouth weekend. the week after. We've, we've got, got Bournemouth, but we're at home again. It's a slightly tough one where we've got away at Villa, but they they could be down by then. You never know. Yeah. Then we've got Southampton at home. We should beat them. Palace, now they play quite well yesterday, but we should beat them. West Ham. West Ham, be, oh, we want to beat them, I hate West Ham. Um, and then the final game for us is Leicester, isn't it? And that'll be a tough one, Leicester away. But if we can... I, I, I really thought that they were going to drop points at some... I know they drew the other well, day, they, they, but they drew points, but I was hoping if we can catch up to them, that could be like a big battle for whoever gets that final final spot. So well, you look at those, I can just go quickly. Leicester, West Ham, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Brighton and Norwich uh, and Sheffield. Sheffield yeah. Nor- but you Norwich take is, those yeah. as your last few games of the season. Yeah. There's no excuse there for us not getting at least, you know, 75% well, there, of the there's points no, there. There's no, there's no City, there's no Liverpool, um, there's... there's, there's I was going to say Arsenal, then, but I wouldn't mind <laughs> Arsenal actually. No, yeah, we'd love Arsenal. Oh, it's so it's so funny. What, but I can feel I feel for Arsenal because they're, they're they're now having going through what we went through, where they've had a decent manager for twenty years, twenty five years, whatever, done everything with him, and they're trying a couple of turkeys and and, and they're not doing anything, are they? <laughs> it's uh, it's difficult. They spent a lot of money, haven't they? Like you know, in the summer they bought uh, Pepe for was it seventy million pounds? I mean, he scored the other day, but he's it's if you if you're investing that much money, you need. The last Pepe I saw was at Blackpool Tower and a pointed hat on and throwing water on the crowd. <laughs> Absolutely hopeless. I mean, oh. you know, we're, they've been they've been done over and, and they've got, what's his name, who's on about £350,000 a week? Ozil, Ozil. He doesn't even play. He doesn't even play. He's on nearly half a million pound a week. And then he's, he's the, 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 probably their best player wants to leave because he's realised he's, he's left with a well, whole lot also, of... They've also got uh, Mkhitaryan who they sent on loan, which... I think he's yeah. a fantastic. He was great for us, and Mourinho just oh, Mourinho sat, really sat music, all yeah. of his confidence off him. Yeah. And then he had that one chance to get Sanchez, which is oh, it's probably better not speaking about him. But he yeah. swapped him in a, in a heartbeat, and both of them have just been dreadful since. But uh, but I look at our squad and look at their squad, and 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 now we're miles apart. 
and they're going to have to have a bit of a revolution that oh. we've had. We've come through the hard times, haven't we? Let's face it. We've... At least we've got the money, though. That you know, at least you know, for all the abuse Ed Woodward and the Glazers get, which they you know fully on board with that. You know, they they've you know took out loans to buy the club and they take all the money away from the club and they're fully on board with the fact that they are you know leeches. However. You can't say that you know we don't spend money. We still, granted, we probably should spend a hell of a lot more money than yeah, what but, we make. But the other good but, thing is, we've got, if you look at it now, we've got now a young first team squad. There's not really many old players. We've got rid of all the dead wood. I'll, I'll say yeah. that to Solskjaer Woodward this year. They've got rid of all those players that should have gone, and we got frustrated. Um, even when uh, Young went, you know, he's, he was doing quite well and he's played yeah, well. I forgot abroad. about Ashley Young, actually. Yeah, but he's got he, hair now. <laughs> I think he always did it. He always did it right for us, and you know, I think he. he, he, he it's a shame, and, and people said at the time where we got rid of him, but all of a sudden, it's given an opportunity now for Williams to come through. Yeah. Um, um, and then, if you look beyond that, what I'm trying to say is we've got Gomez and Garner nearly coming through. We've got, I can't even pronounce his name, was it Mergebrill or something? Oh, Han- is it Hannibal something. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but he's the supposed to be the guy with the long hair, like Chong. Yeah. And, and there's got Chong as well, you know. And yeah. then you think that you know all these other ones that, that have come through at the moment. What I'm starting to say is we've got a great young um, youth um, and 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 reserve team coming through and, and and finally bringing those players in again. And we, we you know, through the adversity last year with with injuries and uh, it was bad at some point last year. It was awful. Had... But what was, what was great? It allowed three or four players to emerge. I mean, Matt, Matt Tomini suddenly became the big star in the midfield. Williams came in from nowhere. It, it, uh, Greenwood, you know, he never would have got those chances otherwise. He's, I just it was hope, fantastic. Yeah, I just really hope what they do with Greenwood is. I hope he, for one, I hope he doesn't sign with that horrible agent who Lingard's oh, gone God. with recently. You know, Pogba's one. Lingard, forget yeah, that him as Ling- well. Yeah, but I, I hope, I really hope that they keep. He keeps his feet on the ground and then hope the club just say to him, say, look, you're 18, is, eight, is he 18, 17, 18? It's, eight, it's, it's 19 October. 19 it's in October. I really hope they just say to him, say, look, the next two years, you know, till you're 21, you're going to be in and out of the team, you're going to be learning about the club, you're going to be, you know, getting used to playing first team football, you know, playing against men properly. And then when you're 21, we're going to give you the reins, you're going to be our number nine, our main striker. So at that point... I think he knows that. And I... I as yeah. long as it, like you say, as long as it doesn't get a, a, an awful um, injury or something. Yeah, well, either injury or an agent. Yeah. Um, then, we, then we'll be all right. But I, I, I like the idea. I mean, if we do sign Sancho, if he, you know, I mean, I've only, to be honest, I've only <laughs> seen clips of him on on YouTube, uh, and everyone raves about him. But if you were to get him on the right wing, you have Rashford on the left wing, and you have Greenwood down the middle. You know, in in a couple of years' time, whether or not if Martial stays, it's a bit again. like the old Red Arrows thing we had with uh, under Fergie when we had Ronaldo and oh, and Giggs and. Well, do you remember? Fantastic. Do you remember that summer where we had Ronaldo, Rooney, Tevez, and uh, uh, Car- Ronaldo, Rooney, Tevez, and Berbatov? That was it. <sighs> had all those four, and you just think, wow, that was a. And then again, but, when you had, but Cole, we get let's York, say we, and, we are uh, getting there though, aren't we? That's a great thing after after so many years, all the dreadful things, the Moyes years. I, I, I just reminded me yesterday just very quickly when uh, I was watching uh, and I'll mention that in a second about Keane's response but alongside him was Patrice Evra a fantastic player Moyes what an idiot why did he just not make him captain of the club yeah. he, he, he was all the fans <coughs> favourite he never had a bad game for us and he let him go at the same time we'd lost Vidic and Ferdinand and Scholes and Giggs and Patrice Everett let him go and he's had a fantastic career in Italy what yeah. an absolutely foolish thing to do so he's deserved his 
failure in effect. In yeah. effect. Whereas you, you come round to, just very quickly, sorry, I'm jumping in there, but if you come round to Solskjaer and you think, well, everyone said he's not had an experience, he's not done anything. To be fair, he's been through the, uh, the, the, the mill this year, hasn't he? And he's had real, really, really, really bad downs before Christmas and injuries, everything to juggle around and, and, and criticism. But he's come through, and now you look at the team, and we've got an exciting team developing. It's one of those ones like, you know, I know the saying people say, oh, he's one of our own, but he actually is. He gets the club. You know, he's not a, you know, an arrogant so and so like Mourinho. He's not, you know, the, the strict headmaster like Van Hal, and he's not the guy who just seems completely out of his depth like Moyes. I don't and think he's a fool, though. Is he, no. he's, he's realised once a player's a have come past. Him. Have you seen yeah. the clip of him when he was managing. Uh, and, when he was in Norway, managed, yeah. I forgot the team, it was Mold, uh, yeah. it was Molder, wasn't it, when uh, uh, he stops the training game and starts shouting at the strikers and he picks the ball up and says, why are you not shooting? And he's like swearing, effing yeah. blinding and yeah. everything, yeah. just saying, why, when you get the ball, just shoot, just shoot. And that's why I think Fernandez actually works really well for him because as soon as he gets the ball, he's you know, shooting on goal. Well, that's what you want. If, if you're a striker and, and you know and you've got confidence like Solskjaer to just turn your body... Um, you know, just move it to the side, open up like you see Green would do, just open up with a little switch of the body and have a shot. He's going to let him do that and he's going to oh, think, all right, he's going to have... He reminds me of Van Persie Greenwood. Yeah, but let him have two or three shots. You know, Mourinho wouldn't let them shoot... Well, the worst one was Van Gaal, wouldn't he? You had to oh. go and get there on a, a, you know, using a slide reel before you could take a shot. Oh, it was that 50 passes before you could take yeah. a shot under him. It, it, oh. was, it was just nonsense. Well, we haven't you know, got that now. Well, do you not remember with Van Gaal, the funny one was, he, uh, when he had... We had that game, was it Leicester, where we had uh, Wayne Rooney, Van Persie, Falcao and Di Maria and Ander Herrera all start that game and that was literally at the time like, oh, this is the Galacticos United. And then sure we were 2 up after five minutes. I was like, I can't believe it. Look against Burnley, was it? No, it was, Le- it was Leicester. We played oh, away right, at Leicester. Yeah, we yeah, were 2 yeah, up after that. That's like, right. I'm oh. sure it was 2 nil. I could be wrong. This was such a long we time ago. We lost 5-3. No, we ended up losing 5-3. Yeah, so uh, we had uh, who got someone got sent off at the end. I think it was Phil Jones. I could be completely wrong. No, it was um, what's it called? A Brazilian fullback, wasn't it? I'm sure he was. Raphael, I don't. Yeah, think it, I'm I don't sure know. He, but we, he just got knocked off, and they, and they got a penalty from it as well. Yeah, didn't they, they, they did they? get they a penalty. Vardy scored. Oh. He beat us five three in the end. But yeah. there was that one where Di Maria chipped the goalkeeper, and uh, he also set up uh, Falcao did a cross for Van Persie's header. And I remember at the time thinking, "Wow, wow, this is the most attacking we've ever been." And then as soon as we lost five three that game, that was it. Van Hal went straight back to four five one. Playing one striker yeah. up top, not let anyone. Get well, that's the ball it. I mean, at least I mean the, the one thing we always have with Fergie, which I think we get with Solskjaer now, is this attack, 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 especially at home. And yeah, you know, sometimes you play against these teams and you have twenty attacks and it get frustrated and they'll go down the other end and score a bit like Tottenham the other night. They have one one chance when really we're all over them the whole game. But it wasn't our best game of the day, but we've had that, and I'll take that any time compared to the dullard football we've had with Moyes. Van Gaal, oh. and then the dreadful yeah. last year Mourinho. The first year was was great with him when he when he got Zlatan in. Oh, Zlatan, he was, he was fantastic. I, th- I think I think Mourinho's obviously downfall was unfortunately when he lost Zlatan to that uh, oh, cruciate yeah. knee ligament injury. Yeah. He lost his. Uh, it was almost like the dressing room leader as well because he was getting paid the most in the club, but there was a, re- a reason why he was getting the most pay. Well, Everyone he had control of no one, didn't yeah, he? No one messed around when Zlatan was in there because he was he was the locker room leader. He was the one where it was like. He's come over here to win things. He's not but here a, to mess about. As a centre forward, he was the. I mean, he's enormous. Everything else, but he, he he held that line, and Martial can't do that. But Agallo mm. showed at the end of that season he could do it. Yeah, I mean, obviously Agallo in the long run isn't the the long term option. No, so who would you need. have then if you're not going to have 
and I think we both agree maybe the not the best position for Martial on the, the middle. We've not got a Garlo. Rashford, I don't think it's the one for the down the middle. I, I think I think Rashford's so, such a good player. I think he's almost like that Ronaldo esque where you say to him, right, you're one of three attackers. You play where you want. You mm, play more yeah. more to the left of it, but you just you don't really have a set position. You you got your you know you're free to do. But who's the fulcrum of that attack? Who's the one that does uh, Mark Hughes style back to the defender, for, holds the ball up, and for then me it's Greenwood. It's Greenwood. I think. Right. I, I, I think you have to. You have to invest in him. At eighteen years of age. But he's not going to be ready yeah. in January, is he? To take no, that role. What I mean is, it's great to keep Agarlo for the next year if you maybe get him mm. another extension. But I think at some point the club have to weigh up the difference between Martial and Greenwood and eventually go down that route of saying, right, Greenwood's going to be our our main guy going forward. That's I, I, that's what I would do. I'd, I'd have Greenwood down the middle. Yeah. Probably, it's just probably that next in, year. Not, it's just the interim, though, isn't it? When Agarlo leaves in in. Uh, in January, if he plays him enough, I almost feel this summer, yes, get Sancho if he can, but is there not another but the centre ten, forward, a striker you, out there that you, we can... If you were to get someone as good... If, 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 you, if you're talking about getting a striker to replace Martial, you're talking about 50 to £75 million pounds on that striker. Would you and lose then, Martial for him? Well, this is the thing. If you're going to give it Greenwood in a year or two later, would you spend £75 million on someone if you've got... Greenwood What's that other guy in? they were going to get from the, the oh, French club? No, you want about uh, Haaland? No, no, no. Well, Haaland would, would have been the one. Haaland, yeah. I mean, maybe we could oh, get him again. Cavani? Well, no, 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 no. They, they, he's played something like Monaco or something. They, they, they're really fast oh, forward. Oh, see, no. Uh, <laughs> he used to play at Celtic, didn't he? He used to play at Celtic. Yes. I was going to say oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so what I'm saying is, do we, do we, do we maybe say, right, OK, let, let Martial go and then get another quick forward. Oh, I'll tell you what, what about uh, um, Aubergine from uh, Arsenal? Obama, yeah. Because he do a job, he, and he wants to get out, doesn't he? he? That, 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 it could be a very good, uh, that could be a good option. I don't think for be. two or three seasons. Yeah, it could be, but whether or not, is he, is he the, does he have the hunger he, he once had? I don't oh, know. When he was at you, Dortmund, on, he was fantastic. If you're, if you're playing at Arsenal now, yeah. And you're losing every every week. It's a bit like when Rooney stayed with us and stayed with us. It when he must have been getting completely uh, fed up, and then uh, you know all of a sudden, um, you, you know he's got to go. And it's a, is it is it not a similar thing? So um, anyway, listen. I think we're going to have to uh, wrap this up now. We've yeah, got well, we've got a quick game score. of golf to play, yeah. haven't we? So uh, <laughs> quick, quick score prediction though. Before uh, we go against Sheffield United, I think we'll win three um, one. Three three one. I'm going to go with two nil. You're going to go with you're going to go with two nil. Well, uh, listen. Anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed that. We, we'll hopefully maybe in the next week or two get uh, one or two other people t- to help us uh, do the podcast and get a bit more humour in as well and give people an opportunity to ask questions. Um, certainly, they can contact us on the Twitter or yeah. On, so on the, the we have our the website uh, www.vvunited.co.uk. Uh, the Twitter account I believe is twitter.com/vvunitedUK. Uh, the website is currently in development. Hopefully, in a couple of weeks, will be ready. But the podcast will be uploaded to. Is it on Anchor? It's, it? uh, well, Anchor will upload it to one of, do, one of two different um, um, sites. Like um, it'll be on YouTube as well. I think. Yeah, and the and the other thing is um, once we've got your details, and you don't have to be a United fan. I mean, obviously, um, <laughs> you have trolley Liverpool fans. <laughs> well, yeah, we've got one or two uh, friends in that as well. And, and if you ring up, we've got this great facility on on the border use where. We can actually bring you in um, 
and and you can speak directly in uh, and and have a chat. So uh, you know that'd be really interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. Hopefully that went quite well. Yeah. For the first wrap up one, now, it Greg. Must be a bit weird, but uh, for um, the first one it went really well. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully, um, you'll all enjoy some of our rants during this, the season you might have agreed with some of the things or, or you might have completely disagreed with what we've said today we haven't <laughs> touched on Keane yeah. calling De Gea what do you say potentially uh, the worst goal- goalkeeper worst ever or something. keeper in the, in the Premier League uh, maybe he's over the top well that's Keane for you yeah. we forgive him because he's a legend yeah. but other than that um, yeah um, hope you enjoyed the show hope you enjoyed the show and yeah. join us for the next one yeah and get on to our uh, um, Twitter account what is it again, Greg? Just remind me. Twitter.com slash VVUnitedUK. And the website? VVUnited.co.uk. Okay, thanks everybody. Cheers. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye.